most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This Fred. What's going on, Iggy? Fred, what's poppin', man? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, first off, I want to get... I'm really tired of this whole COVID stuff going on, man. Like, it's really pushing a lot of stuff back for myself. Uh, keep me away from my kids because and they mama not together and stuff. So it's like that's really hard on me right now. The only thing I can do right now is just FaceTime them you know, and you know talk to them on the phone. That's really good. That's really uh messing with me. And now how much of a how much of a FaceTime father were you before though? I mean I FaceTime my kids down there every day. I get to work when I'm on my break. I FaceTime them right before they about to go to bed. When I'm about to go on my lunch break at work, I call them or if I'm at home. I'm FaceTiming them, telling them how much I love them. So I so the only thing that's changed only thing that's changed is you don't get them on the weekend? I can't get them on the weekend. Yeah, basically, you know. Okay, and okay. We try to work through it. It's also the COVID is also pushing back my uh competition. What competition? Man, it's a uh a bodybuilding competition. I've been Dieting and training for this dang on competition for two damn years now. Mm. Well, that's good. That that'll be back when you when when everything opens back up. At least you're taking care diet? of yourself. How's your diet now that you're at home? With, with... Are you said, "Well, uh, are you able to work out at home still and keep yourself up?" Yeah, but it's the home workout ain't the same. It's he wants that competition. It's a whole different feeling. You know, you can you can get way more. Uh, weights in, better right. reps in, all that. You know, I got all the equipment that the gym gives at home. You know, I got my little Damn. weight dumbbells, resistance bands, and air rollers and all that. But it's just nothing like this. Uh, you, you, the, 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 most, the, most, the most important thing about the home workout is the I can't believe he's going to Buffalo Wild Wings for steak dinners. What Hello, is who's going this? on in the world? Good morning. Y'all are crazy. Hello, morning, who's this? Angela. Good morning, Angela. Hey, Snack Man. Oh, boy. What's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? How's the comedy I'm going? I, I'm very good. I'm old. My blood type's old positive, so I'm at low risk, but I'm, I wash my hands and all that stuff. But listen, I've been writing mad jokes here. I got a joke for you. Ready? Oh, boy. What ready? do you call? Hello? Okay. Go ahead. We're ready. ready. Thank you. What do you call the COVID-19 virus with a death rate of 2%? What? The Corona light. Thank you. I'm going to be honest with you, man. That joke that joke just made more people sick in the country than coronavirus has in three weeks. Hello, who's this? This is Kiara. Hey, Kiara, get it off your chest. I just want to say that when you guys go to the grocery store, don't come in there with an attitude. 
because that just makes everybody's job harder. Right. <laughs> That's right. So everybody who's helping y'all, because when y'all come in there with an attitude, don't nobody want to help y'all. So I agree with that, and I'm always extremely appreciative when I go to the supermarket and I see people who are working and stocking the shelves and checking people out and making sure the self-checkout is working well. I'm very grateful and appreciative to see everybody at work. Well, I appreciate that because people come in there every day with an attitude like, like I'm supposed to be here. I don't have to be here. Well, you know what, though? that's a, You're giving out free jewelry that people can use for life, though. You know what I'm saying? When you walk in the room, you can dictate the energy of the room by the energy that you're giving out. Definitely, definitely. All right. All well, right. have a good one, Mama. And I have found that people have been extremely pleasant, like, that work at the supermarket. And so, you know, I appreciate that, too. I really, every time I'm like, thank you so much for coming to work. I appreciate it. I never said that before, but now I'm like, thank you so much for coming to work. Absolutely. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Mr. Spark It Up. I go by the name of J-Man. Is it Mr. Okay, whatever. Get it off your chest, bro. Oh, yeah. I just like to uh, let the world know that after 15 long months, your boy has finally got his license cleared. Yes, sir. No more dirty driving. I'm okay. No okay. more riding Congratulations, dirty. King. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Thank y'all very much. All right. Well, be safe out there. Don't lose it again, brother. Hey, one, one more thing, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, y'all got call ID. Go ahead and say my number. So when I call next time, y'all already... Well, we don't got no damn call ID. Okay, you know, store his we, number. We do have call ID, but we not, yeah. we not storing his number. Store his number. Can I can win uh, ye got to uh, ask ye. I got something I want to ask. Her. Your, number, like your number's the 904 number, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're not storing that, though. But have a good one, though, brother. Duval. <laughs> have a good what one, What you say though. about Lil Duval? He said he's, he's from, from Duval. Duval. Oh. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ali from Jacksonville. Ali, what up, bro? Duval! Already. Hey, listen, I got a question for y'all. Yes, sir. And I just want to hear your opinion about this. It's amazing how white people could call black people the N-word. It's not a big deal. Black people could call white people crock-ass cracker. It's not a big deal. But when somebody speaks their opinion about the LGBT community, it's a big uproar. And that's just somebody speaking their opinion about that. I'm just trying to see what's the big uproar. If everybody has their opinion, let them speak their opinion. If that's what they want to do, let them do that. They should embrace that's what they are, and it's cool. It should be a big, dramatic uproar. And I just want to hear your opinion about that from both of y'all. Well, white, well, white people say the N-word. It is an uproar. Yeah, it definitely know, is. I don't know, is. I don't know where that. you are. <laughs> yeah, it is an uproar. Not really. Yes, it is. Oh, it's not people definitely have gotten fired like for that. LG. It's not the uproar like the uh, LTB community. What the hell is the LTB? Now, now that, 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 that cable package you just talked about is way worse than the basic one. Now, the basic one is LGBT. I don't know. What, why you just LGBTQ. got rid of the G? Oh, well I, well, I don't know the alphabet, man, but I just <laughs> want to hear y'all opinion about that. I like, think... when, they had, like, when, when Boosie said his comment, it was a big uproar. When uh, whoever said anything, what really got me when Wendy Williams had to apologize for what she said, it's like, come on, man, you can't have an opinion about that. Well, listen, here's the truth to the matter. You got to know who you effing with. You know what I'm saying? You slap somebody in the face, they might slap you back. You slap somebody else in the face, they might punch you and knock you out. You slap somebody else in the face, they might pull out a gun and shoot you. You got to know who you're dealing with. That's all. And be ready to yeah, deal just, with them. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. Everybody should have their own opinion. It shouldn't be a big 
a big deal about it. If, if that's what they choose to do, that's, that's on them. Let them embrace it and, and, and move on. So listen, why are you calling? Why is this the first thing on your mind in the morning, though? No, it's not. I just can't get it. No, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Have a good one, bro. (laughs) But why does it matter how other people live their lives anyway? I don't. If it doesn't affect you, if you're not part of the LGBTQ plus community, and like, why does it bother you? Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, bro? Hello. Uh, Money making Mitch. How y'all doing? Money making Mitch. You ain't making no money right now. You ain't making no money in a recession. You crazy. Cut it out, Charlemagne God. How you making money? Tell me how you making money. By giving proper advice on how people supposed to to be really clean in their house. That's enough money for me to to educate these people. Oh, you finessing. Of course. Um, If you really, really, really want to um, kill this coronavirus, all all hospitals and everybody's home, just start from um, sterilization room. Start from the bathroom, then work your way out. Everything you use in the bathroom, you can use around your whole apartment. Every hospital that's scared, they have training. We, um, sterility is important. So if you just expand your sterilization apartment and make the whole hospital sterile, then everything, every item, every equipment, every instrument can actually be um, used properly. All these numbers- Money-making Mitch, let me ask you a question. People actually paying for this advice? Of course they are. Cleaning the bathroom? Clean your bathroom, actually. I agree, to, I, I agree that you have to do sterilization, but you do know that it's transmitted from person to person, right? Exactly, but it depends on how many people are in your house and do you have a team that's doing sterilization. This is a family. This isn't people from next door coming into my house. I miss now, you. how are you making, making money, money off bro? this? Yeah, I'm confused. How, how do you make money? Is this, is this, oh, you're talking about financial money. I don't need financial money. I, I don't need no okay. finances. I'm fine. Financial. What other money is there? Um, but, yeah, my money's there, but financially, I'm fine. But the other money is the other important money. That's inf- is information. Knowledge is power. Yeah, current, knowledge, and, is and, knowledge is currency. You mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, so that, so that right there alone, I'm saving lives by telling people. I've served in the military 17 years as a medical officer. I've done I've done all forms of surgery. I've been in so many different situations, and we treat every patient. Now, this is the coronavirus. We treat every patient as if they were HIV. Now we have to treat every patient as if they have HIV, Corona. Um, and all these other um, symptoms. That's 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 pretty dope because now you have to stay on top of sterility for the rest of your life. You understand? Okay. This, this is no. This okay. should be a awakening call. Well, th- thank you, brother, for calling, man. We we really I don't understand, you, but you know, to each his own. Oh, so you talking about that type of money? You talking about financial money? What other money is there? I'm, I'm, he mean he meant he meant currency. That's all. Oh, my gosh. oh currency. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, guys. It's Maribel, one of the Kelly girls. Hey, hey, one of the Kelly girls. How are you, Maribel? Good. Uh-huh, guys. It's been a while. Thanks for taking my call today, not getting, uh, what's it called? I, I've been waiting, and and no one's been taking my call. How are you, first what? of all? How, how yeah, are you in the Kelly girls quarantining? It's terrible. I'm bored out of my mm. mind. We're bored out of our mind. You guys are quarantining together, right? Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> and, and, I mean, we're, she, well... My sister's keeping up with school, and I'm just kind of doing my own thing, kind of trying to figure out life. Just floating. This is a good time yeah. to figure out life, though. This is a great time to figure out life. It is, and that, that's been on my head. Like, it's just been trying to figure out life, but it, it's fine. Okay. Oh, that's good, baby. Okay. Yeah. And we're well, glad you're safe. out there, right? Yeah. Oh, shout out to Dante on Top Flight Security. Top Flight Security. Tell him salute. We appreciate him. 
Thank you so much. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now. Kelly right, Rowland. The Godiva, Godiva chocolate coffee goddess. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How are Good morning. You? What's happening? Good morning. Crazy pandemic. Uh-huh. Mm. How, how you've been looking amazing and an inspiration to all of us. Uh, thank you. Both the first two, three weeks in quarantine, mm-hmm. I was learning how to uh, cook and Titan was baking cookies and brownies and stuff every day. I was like, I can't be doing this every day. I got caught up. I almost got that quarantine 15 and I had to get my life. <laughs> <laughs> how much How much did you gain? I gained 20, but I lost it, though. How much you gain? I gained at least almost 10 because he was, I'm telling you, he was baking cookies. I had a friend of mine who barbecued, and I love barbecue. So she kept bringing barbecue over here because it was like a comfort food, you know, in a time where it's just so much uncertainty, you want some comfort food. That's exactly what I was doing. And we started making pasta. I learned how to make pasta. I was like, oh, I got this down. So I made it every other night. Uh-uh. You ain't going to have me. <laughs> so what's your specialty in the kitchen? Right now, um, it is the pasta. I've got the pasta down. Um, I made trout and salad. <laughs> and I just learned how to make oxtails. Really? Really? Yes, it's, yes, yes. Um, uh, a Jamaican homie showed me how to do it, so I got it. So now we know why the bikini pick came, because you had lost in 15 and you was feeling good about yourself. <laughs> She, That's she where said that 10, Charlamagne. She said she gave 10, she said she 10, gave 10, 10 Charlamagne, 10. 10. Now, how's the baby doing? How, how is the baby now? Because baby's, what, five, ain't six no baby years no old more. now? Right, five, no baby. Years old. That's not a baby. No, that, mine is still, I still cool my babies. Mine, I got a six, five, and a three. They're my babies, but go ahead. No, but Envy, he's not a baby no more. The way he talks to me, Titan is watching documentaries. Like, he is just his own little person, and it's the coolest thing to watch, and I'm just... I'm mad I didn't go back to back like you told me. I told Remember you, you said, back to back. Have another one. Have another one. I'm mad I didn't go back to back. They keep each other company. They in there with each other. They play all day. They only come to me when they gotta when they gotta eat and when they gotta and when they gotta go to the bathroom. Other than that, they don't bother me at all. They just do. Well, they bother me in the morning sometimes. But other than that, they good. Yo, that's the hard part is because like me and his dad are playmates. So it's like, mommy, can you play with me? And it's the sweetest voice. You can't be a jerk and say, oh, no, or whatever. Like, I have to, like, really, like, stop what I'm doing and have kind of, like, uh, shifted my schedule to, like, around his or his wake-up time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, And we've quarantined, like, really tough with another family. Um, so he has his best friend that comes over, but that's about it. Okay. You know, Kelly, I was watching you on Mother's Day, and I was watching you post, like, all your friends, and all of y'all have become mothers now. And I was like, how, how has motherhood changed the dynamic of your crew? Um, we can just sit down somewhere, drink wine, and watch them play. <laughs> That's word, word. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's really, um, I remember when I had Titan, and Solange made this post that just made me boom cry, because, mm-hmm. and I just saw, like, I, I actually looked over all those, and I was crying that day, too, because it's really awesome 
to grow up with someone that you've been knowing since you were nine years old and, or younger. I know for some folks out there, and y'all get to share life together. That's really a blessing. And I didn't take it for granted. And whether it was women that I knew on my story or women that I didn't know, I just wanted to post mothers. Like, you know what I mean? And, and it just, like some of them I've known for a long time and watched grow up and we've probably done some crazy shit together, but now it's just like we've grown and mm-hmm. it's motherhood is a blessing for sure. All right, we got more with Kelly Rowland. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We're still kicking it with Kelly Rowland. Charlemagne? Kelly, how do you know when a pick is not a thirst trap? Because you said the bikini pick wasn't a thirst trap. How do you know when it's not? Oh, y'all know I was. That was a play on words, Charlemagne. Damn. Got you. Okay. <laughs> As you take a drink of water. Okay. Exactly. So, it, so it, it, it did its job because I saw Rick Ross jump in the comments. What did Rick Ross he say? Said, he said, you got a bright future. That's what he said. What? Did he say that for real? Yes. No, Tim, Tim, Tim posted, um, he said, every night I got to prove myself. <laughs> 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 Do you remember that line from, um, yes. oh, my God, from... Uh, was the it five heartbeats? Was it the five heartbeats? Yeah. Every night I got to prove my love. I was like, boy, please. Now, did now, you, so he didn't know you were gonna. He didn't know you were gonna post that before you posted it, or did you be like, "I'm about to post this"? I didn't tell. <laughs> so what did he say, and how does he feel when all these guys are making these comments, like Ross and all of? What, what what is that conversation like? That's literally like every night I got to prove my love. That's real. <laughs> That's real. That's why he got to go out there with them golf clubs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he mad as hell. He's stressed out. Then he come back in like, okay, I'll figure it out. <laughs> what if he blocked you from that? I no, no, no. He would, I, 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 I ain't going nowhere. Tim is my bestest friend. Charlotte ain't go. seen us together. Y'all, y'all all seen us together. Yeah, I seen you guys yeah. in Houston in the club. Mm-hmm. What if um he posted a thirst trap? Tim would never do that. What if you put on some gray sweatpants, no shirt? <laughs> you know the gray sweatpants pictures that guys do. Oh, the gray sweatpants trick? <laughs> I don't think I would care. <laughs> don't give him no ideas now. Yeah, don't give him no ideas. <laughs> what if he created an OnlyFans account? <laughs> what if Only he created fans. an OnlyFans <laughs> account? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Tim. <laughs> you gonna put on some gray sweatpants and post some pictures? <laughs> he said, What? You gotta find some great sweatpants and post a picture. People ain't thirst trapping like you. <laughs> 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 when the album dropping, Kelly Kel? I don't know. But it is coming. You know, it is. Are you afraid? Are you I'm doing it twenty this year? Wait, 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 wait. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? I'm paying for everything out of my pocket. Okay. I pay for everything out of my pocket. So I'm trying to be smart about everything. I've bought my songs, everything. But I'd like to do a video. When the hell am I going to do a video? I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. You're not on the label? No. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. You just with Rock Nation. Rock Nation is managing you still or or partly managing? Because I know Hubby manages. Rock Rock Nation is managing, yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's just like really... You know, tricky with you know us wanting to do videos, but it's definitely like, man, it ain't gonna happen for a while. 
But you know what? I've seen people do creative things right now and as far as figuring out how to do a video. Like g Easy had crib. people send in G-Eazy different things and one. he filmed his part. And you have so many people that you could get some really dope content from if you wanted to film something to figure it out. And I did have my assistant hit him. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens right. with that. Cause so we got to make sure. I love finding like new things and giving people an opportunity. Sounds good. One, one more thing. Have you seen that old Destiny's Child clip? That's floating around the internet, and y'all just talking about all type of birds. And shit. Were y'all high in that video? No, you know, good and doggone well, you we were not high. <laughs> it sounded video. like y'all was high though. No, no, that was the thirteenth hour of the day where I remember they put on our schedule like this whole. By the way, the reason why we were—I feel like truly—we were such successful international, successful internationally is because we put the work in over there. We'd be over there for like seven, seven days in uh, eight different countries and literally just like have interviews all day. And that was the 13th hour of wherever it was, where this gentleman's accent was, because I don't remember. It was definitely a blur. And he was asking us all these questions. So, yeah, when you ask somebody what kind of animal you want to be, I hope he ever Like, that's not happening, Mr. Black Panther. Like, we were deliriously out of our minds. So, no, all the, I mean, it, it would definitely probably sound cooler to say, yeah, man, we were, but we were not far from that. We were just delirious. All right, it's Kelly Rowland. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we are talking about Eva. She was on uh, Wendy Williams' show, and she talked about her child and changing her child's last name. Let's hear it. Sterling, yes, like everybody else. changed her name this past year. It was, we went through a lot to do it, but... The, How much more before the actual uh, process is done? Adopt, well, the name change is illegal, so now we have to go through the adoption process. And, I mean, he's making it a little bit easier for us, mm-hmm. acting crazy in the public. Well, I guess Life Jennings seen that, and he didn't like that too much, are you? He said, I think this is so whack, changing your daughter's last name from her father's to somebody else's, especially when the father tries to see her. The daughter don't have anything to do with their beef, and what kind of man allows that ish? Piss me off. So we're asking 800-585-1051, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? What do you think, Charlamagne? I mean, I got to know the context of the situation. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it just out of spite, just because you don't like your baby daddy because he don't want to be with you and you got a new man now, that's whack. But, I mean, what about if, if, if you the, got a deadbeat daddy? Yeah, what about if it's a deadbeat daddy, the dad's not around, the dad is, is not taking care of the child? I have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, the, the, son, the son and daughter shouldn't want to wear the name of a deadbeat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either situation, but... You know, with, with, with Kevin McCall, I mean, we all know Kevin McCall has problems uh, mentally. But it does seem like he is trying to take care of his daughter. It seems like he goes to court. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if he's abusive. I don't know. You know what I mean? But in a situation, if there is a deadbeat dad, and I'm taking it away from that situation, if the dad is not in the child's life and he's not even helping no way whatsoever, no. I, I say change that name immediately. What do you think, E? Well, legally, if a woman wants to change her children's last names, she either has to get consent 
from the biological father, and if he doesn't give consent, he can object to it, and then she has to get a petition and then go to court, and he can show up to court and say he doesn't want that to happen, and then the judge has to decide. So that's how it goes down legally. But I do feel like whoever um, is the father, if the mother chooses to do that and the father is causing issues or he's not in the child's life or not holding up his responsibilities, and he's not really your dad. And if the last name is Zimmerman, you definitely want to change they that one. You don't want to walk around with that last name. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Sheila from Jersey. So what do you think? Is it acceptable <laughs> to change your child's last name? No, I don't agree with that. Explain. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't. No matter how much you don't like your kid's dad or no matter how crazy he might act or no matter what he does, um, changing the last name is not going to change the DNA. It's not going to change who the father is. So you have to get over that. And on top of that, like, you're you're falsifying an image of somebody that's not true. Like, that's not her dad. And if one day it doesn't work out between you two, now he legally is her dad. And that's not really her dad. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's well, stupid. It, it's petty. It doesn't make the other other person your dad. They would have to actually adopt the children. So if the, the kids aren't adopted, even if you're married, right? The no, husband. But I'm, still... I'm talking about like the, the the image that you're portraying to your children. Now, what if your kids that? are like, I want to have the same last name as you and my dad. You know, the stepfather. Well, I mean, that's a choice that they have to make, and the two parents should come to a, you know, to a middle ground with. That would be their choice. But if, if they're not old enough to make those type of decisions, just saying that because whatever the situation is, you know, like some kids, they grow up and they're told this is their dad, this is their dad, and that's what they think, you know, like, okay. so... What if the biological father is absent from the children's life? Um, me personally, I don't agree in that. My father was not was not in my life either, and my mother still maintained our last name as his. I mean, I guess that would be up to the child when they grow up to decide if they want to do that or not. Okay. Thank but you, Mama. I just, I just wouldn't do that. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is Boone from Dayton, Ohio. Hey, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? Um, I, I think it just really depends on the circumstances. You know, my daughter, her father is not in her life. and never been in her life, which mm-hmm. is fine, but she still has his last name. And... um. I don't tell her, like, bad things about her dad. You know, she can find out on her own, just like my mom told me about my dad. But um, I don't think a name defines a person. Now, if you have, you know, someone new in your life and they want to spend the rest of their life with you and, you you know, you and your kids are a package deal. And if that dad is not, you know, in that child's life, I don't see a problem with it being, but it's... You know, then you got these bitter baby moms. Mm. You know, you got these, you know, baby moms that, you know, couldn't change the man's life with a child and, um, you know, being used as a, 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 a tactic to attack. Right. You know, so, um, a, you know, a baby is not a pawn, you know. Right. So whatever that child's name is, leave that baby alone. Okay. But, you know, that's how, I think it is also, like, as we always talk about women Thank taking the husband's name after marriage, I think for kids, if you live in a house with the mom and the stepfather and that's who you know is your dad and you call him dad, you might want to have the same last name. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Nathan out of Orlando, Florida. Good What's, morning, Angela. Good morning. What up, bro? Peace, is, King. Is it acceptable to change your child's last name, brother? Nah, nah, brother. I don't think it is, man. I, I want to share experience. I'm glad you got picked up. I actually had an ex-wife who tried to do that to me, and I would like to use her government if that's okay with y'all. Uh, uh, just the first name, please. 
Sandra. Okay. Okay. Carolina, Charlemagne. <laughs> I already know. You got you a nice country-ass uh, gal. Yep, tried to do that to your boy, and I think that's hateful and disrespectful to a man. I don't think another, uh, nobody should do anything like that. Well, are you in your child's life? Are you in your child's life? I am in my child's life. I love my kids very much. I'm a Virgo, and you already know how we do. That's mm-hmm. right. Love our kids. Okay. You know, we take care of our home. So what happened? Did she try to do it legally, and then you blocked it? Uh, she, she talked about trying to do it, and then she got a lawyer to try to do it, and then I, you know, kind of paid a little bit of money out there, and you know, they dropped the whole thing. Okay. All right, well, thank you, brother. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral know. of the story is that every case is different, though, and you there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to family. So I think whatever decision you make, it always has to be in the best interest of your children and not in your own selfish best interest. The moral of the story is y'all better stop uh, picking who y'all mate with like y'all rolling dice in the back of a moving goddamn pickup truck, okay? <laughs> That's what y'all better stop doing, all right? Take care of your kids, uh, exactly. man. Exactly. When you lay down with these, when you lay down with people, man, d- d- you know, think about spending the rest of your life with this person because you never know. This person might give you a disease you can't get rid of. This person might give you a baby. Or better yet, you might grow to love this person and be married to him the rest of your life. Either way, that's all forever. Just pick the right forever when you're dealing with these people, okay? All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Friends yes, in the room. D.L. Hughley. Welcome, sir. Hey, man, I'm glad y'all still made it. I'm glad y'all all right. <laughs> we all right, we right? Left, <laughs> we, we haven't left the house. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I go to work and I come back So, because we're doing the TV show and the radio show. So I'm the only dude I know that would build a set during the middle of a coronavirus. But, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we go to work every day. I've, now, of course, even though I work with my daughter, I haven't hugged her in three weeks, three months. But, you know, other than really? No. Nah. What, 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 what precautions do you take? You put a mask on? Yeah, a mask, gloves, the whole thing. Except when I'm broadcasting. Then I then I don't. But other than that, or when we when we're shooting, other than that, we uh we just kind of. I think uh I just I, I'm really sad because even though you see the deaths going up, um this drive to get, and I understand it because you ultimately your your answer can't just be everybody stay home, mm-hmm. but um it's just sad that the fact that it's the people who are dying that the Amer the American population are not uncomfortable with old people, black, black people, and black people, poor people. Yeah, they don't. I mean, you know what? The one thing we'll never run out of is poor black people or poor brown people. So I figure they figure we're expendable. You know, it's crazy, deal. We had the same thought because I said that uh, I saw you post this on Instagram, and it literally, like, I, I might have posted it seconds after. But I said, uh, you know, America's economy is an omelet, and 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 poor people and black people and brown people are eggs, and they don't mind breaking a few eggs to make that goddamn omelet. The one thing they'll never run out of is poor black and brown people. That's the one thing we have. And old people, like if you look at who's, who's coming down with the diseases, primarily people in prison, uh, people who work in meatpacking plants or in close proximity, old people, uh, and, and black and brown people. And America's like, man, why should I not have a mall open? Because the, the undesirable, the people that we have to figure out where to warehouse are, are dying. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really America's real life. Uh, uh, a nature selection of uh, of the purge. Mm. Yeah. Dio, who who do you trust and who do you listen to when it comes to what's going on during this pandemic? Because I was uh, watching your show and I was t- watching you talk about Dr. Fauci and talk about Donald Trump and basically Dr. Fauci is a co-defendant, right, for, for Donald Trump because he he's not stepping in. Mm-hmm. He has to be. Ultimately, this, this, you know the kind of people who listen to that man. 
and he needs to be challenged directly. And I think when a, when a man like that tells you that, well, first off, I didn't mind him saying, um, um, you know, them ingesting disinfectants because the Trump admit bleach is perfect for the Trump uh, people that are Trump supporters because it works great on whites and it's hell on color. So it's the. It's the <laughs> <laughs> But, but when that man, when they, when he, he wasn't in there when he made that particular statement. But look at all the statements that took flight that he later on went on the other avenues and then tried to correct, as opposed to doing it right there. The oath he took was not to an administration. The oath he took was to it, it, to do no harm, and he does harm when he sits there and he lets those things happen. And what he, what he wanted to avoid was him uh, being silenced, and he has been. And I think it's just cowardice. I think you're a doctor. Anytime somebody. What happened to the, uh, the 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 other disease that he touted? Um, the other uh, drug that he touted? If people Hyd- hydrocodequin or whatever that's hydroxychloroquine. 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 If you if you spend the last few, few weeks listening to the, listening to the president, look how many people would be dead. Like literally, just listening to him. So you can't mm-hmm. be the greatest nation in the world when you can't listen to your leader when they go, no, right. don't listen to him. And you yeah. sit there and say it, and you and you and you an accomplice. You just let it happen. It's, it's, it's insane to me, and I think that uh, it, it, he has been able to manipulate, uh, you know, senators and congressmen and now me- the medical establishment, and I think it's to America's detriment. Now, what do you think about Joe Biden right now? And, you know, because right now is, is either Joe Biden or Donald Trump. What are your thoughts on Biden? Well, I, 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 alter, I can't wait to vote for Joe Biden. I, I'm going to wait. I don't you know. I wouldn't risk my life, you know, going to the mall, but I would to vote for that, for Joe Biden, I'm telling you. And this whole... Tara Reid thing and whether she he did what she said. America in four years ago, three or four years ago, decided that sexual assault was not uh, pre, that that sexual assault was not um, you you could not be excluded from the presidency for being a sexual assaulter. They already said that. They already said mm-hmm. you can grab all the you want. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We don't care about that. So I don't care about it now. If you didn't care about it then, let's not make that a prerequisite for being the president right now. And I think ultimately, if you look, what America needs more than anything else is somebody who pays attention to science. And more than anything else, they need somebody who's empathic, somebody who gives a f- that people are dying. Not one time has this dude said, I'm sorry. Not one of his hotels is open to take Corona. Nothing, nothing, not one modicum of, of sympathy or, listen, in America right now, before we're done with this conversation, thousands of people would be dead. And this nation doesn't look like it's mourning at all. Right. Doesn't really give a f- at all. Hey, I, I agree. I, I agree with you, DL, but I, I don't think none of them care. And the reason I don't think none of them care is because at the end of the day, all of them care about the bottom line, which is the economy. Now, how they present it may be different. Some of them might be straight up with you and be like, "Hey, mother gonna die." Others might be like, "That's wrong. What's happening?" But you know what? Let's reopen. But but that's not too much different than us. Like literally, I care about the economy, but I know things got to get back. To, we we have to. This it's unsustainable to have people warehouse or shelved in their homes. But ultimately, you have to have people. When you ask to lead people, you have to at least care about them. All right. Mm. Now, you, 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 I mean, like, you know that if you take a drug, it can hurt. Even if you give a vaccine out, or you take, you give, some, you issue a drug. It, it for some people, that drug may may be detrimental. It may cause them harm. But it doesn't mean you don't try to do the best you can for as many people as you can. Who has he done the best for? Literally, mm. who does he yeah. care about? Rich people. Who has he ever. You never went. He doesn't even care about his own people. Literally, he doesn't care. He'll sacrifice them. So you literally have somebody every day. People are dying, and all he talks about is he. He stood. He when he did the Lincoln, uh, you know, the interview in front of Lincoln. 
mother you talking about how bad it was in front of a mother got shot got a shot <laughs> got his head blown off <laughs> all right we have more with d.l hughley when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning uh, roll another one. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DL Hughley. Yee. What do you What do you think about people uh, discussing quote holding your vote hostage because they want to make sure that don't say people, things... Diddy, yeah, me. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of people that are agreeing with that. So people are saying that. And, and a lot of people agree to anything. There was a lot of if somebody said they were Jesus, a thousand of people would would take. Uh, would take up the, the thought. So that's stupid. But it's dumb. Black people are dying from this. Black people. So maybe, and, and Puffy's, uh, Puffy's uh, statement was irresponsible and deadly. I'll tell you this. Black people are dying bit, disproportionately from this. We are. Us is us, 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 our grandfathers, our mothers, our fathers. So maybe what we get right away is somebody who isn't unconcerned that we are dying. Maybe we get to fucking survive. How about that? How about take that, take that? How about we survive? How about Look, we the, somebody that we're dying by the dozens and nobody gives a fuck about it? How about that? How about well, we I, and pick somebody who at least will pretend to give a fuck? I have to respectfully disagree with you, DL. I think that I don't think there's nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote because let's be clear, black people aren't dying because of coronavirus. Black people are dying because of systemic racism. The underlying conditions that systemic racism that America has laid down for decades and decades and decades that nobody from any government, any, any, any particular party has helped us with. All they've done is contribute to the systemic racism that exists in the black and brown community. So it don't matter if it's coronavirus, cancer, diabetes, whatever the next disease is going to be, we're going to always be vulnerable until we change that. And, I, and you know what we need to change? Participation. More people didn't vote than did. Mm -hmm. More people didn't vote than did. And maybe what we need to ask, and, and if you're going to make an ask, what is it we all collectively want? There you go. You can say, yes. i got to get something for my vote, but you're something, there should be at least collectively things that we can all agree on. But if you if your ask is different than my ask, then we don't, we, neither one of us get quite what we want, then we say, I won't participate. Listen, th us not participating is the best thing in the world. And they contribute right. to what we go through right now. You have to participate to regardless. It matter in terms of the resources that are allocated matters now. So mm -hmm. even if we are poor and we're in a situation we're in, the, uh, our educational situation, the, 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 the prison system is, is as much a lack of participation on our part and showing up on our part as any other, other, other factors that we have to deal with. We already know they don't want us to do it. But to say to me that I'm just going to sit there and, and nobody's doing anything, so I'll just sit here. You know, I, I'm I, in a movie called The Edge. Um, he said that most people die of shame, and that's inactivity. And us doing anything, us doing nothing, is the proper solution. I don't, I don't agree. I think that's. I agree with you, we, but, we, but I would say this to... though. I would say this though. You know, you look at it like this. I don't want people to feel like, well, the blacks will vote for me because I'm better than Trump. That's not Absolutely. a reason to vote for that's somebody. That, that's, you that's, know what I mean? Sure. And that's my only fear. Like, I, I, I feel like when we put that pressure on Joe Biden a little bit. Then all of a sudden he did a, a lift your uh, you lift your every voice. He came with uh, the black agenda. agenda. The you know what I mean? And I feel like we have agenda. to we have to continue to put pressure on people and make sure we get what we want. Because now it's not we're not just voting for you because we don't want to vote for Trump. We want to vote for you because we feel like you're going to do something for our people what, and our kids and our community. Do, what do we want collectively? What do we want? What is I think because I, I, 
I would like to see um, some form of economic justice. You know what I'm saying? We know this country is never going to give us reparations, but it can be some type of equity plan. It can be some type of equity plan that we put money into these poor and disenfranchised communities to make the schools better, to make the housing better, you know, to make the hospitals better, to give people access to better health care. That's, that's, that's a level of specificity. I think proper and adequate education for all of our children. I think that our, that our, our women, that we shouldn't have inadequate health care. I think those are asked, but just to say in a nebulous way that you got to give me something, it's so nebulous. I, it's like a woman tell, telling you, make me happy without giving you any guidelines. <laughs> right. You know you got to eat that DL. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Goodness. But you know, like, even if you look at the pandemic, let's, let's be honest, right? There's, there's some people that are, 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 have saliva coming out their mouth because they know how much money they're going to make. If you have money, you rich, the white people, they're making millions and billions off this pandemic. But it's us that, that have the small businesses that are never open again. That is us that can never pay our mortgage and not be able to, you know, we'll lose our mortgage and lose our cars and not be able to go to school because we can't afford it. So how do, how, how do we help ourselves? That's what I want to know. We got to help our own. That is, that is the specificity that will help us. But just saying, I'm not doing this to you, this thing, you've got to ask them for what a quiet mouth don't get fed. Now, what you feel that mouth with is what we're arguing about. Listen, you're absolutely right. When it, It's amazing that the very people who are now essential workers are the very motherfuckers we were trying to send off. Like, look at the people who are dying. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Look, like, it, it, it's disgraceful when I watch them point a camera at a thousand kids, children, who, st- who stand in front of Michael Jordan uh, the, to get Michael Jordan at the mall. What about the mm-hmm. people who open the fucking mall? What about the people that... <laughs> because we put childproof caps on medicine just for dumbass kids. But when I watch <laughs> the white person in the United States walk around with a guy without a mask on, and like, so children do what they want to. I, I, I just don't understand how... It, it, we'll point... You, you'll arrest uh, people for not social distancing, but you won't arrest two white men to slaughter the black man. Right. All these are reasonable ads. But to mm-hmm. say, unless you do this for me without a level of specificity, is a nebulous thing. I don't understand that. We, well, we need their ads that we should all, as black and brown people, I, be able to agree on. I agree with that. I think that, you know, what, what Diddy did wrong, well, he didn't, he, what he did wrong was he said a black agenda, but he didn't specify what it was. If you're going to ring that kind of alarm, you should have something ready to go Absolutely. right then and there. That, that, I, that, I, that I agree with. Now, Dia, one thing that I've been saying that I really pay attention to is who is also going to be working with you, who's going to be the vice president, who else are you appointing to positions of power that I know that I can trust. So who would you like to see as vice president? I mean, I think there are any number of people, but ultimately it's a a political calculation because if you pick a senator and then that seat becomes vulnerable, then you erode some of some of your your power. Like so. There are seasons. Mm. First off, I wouldn't like to see Amy Klobuchar. That I, I, I just I no. think she is I, no. She makes white women go. Eh, eh. Yes, <laughs> and people and people gave Kamala hell for her record as a prosecutor. Go look at Klobuchar's record right. as a prosecutor. So I think you're absolutely right. I I, I like uh, Kamala as a as a. Uh, I had my questions with her, and I've actually got a chance to talk to her. I had my questions about her. I think she would be excellent. I think. Elizabeth Warren, despite the fact that I think she would be excellent, but that does uh, pose a problem of having a vulnerable seat. I think um, people are talking about Stacey Abrams. Now, I don't know her governor. Like, I don't know what she has done in terms of governance. But the bottom line is, when you're making this this more so than any other vice president uh, nominee, vice presidential selection, people, it's kind of like a literal co-signer. Like, kind of like he needs mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. 
that, that galvanizes people. So this is probably the most important vice president's election. I would say that that is one of the instances where uh, we see what he thinks about the people who are supporting him. And I think that the one thing that is readily apparent in this whole thing, I don't think a woman should be vice president. I think a woman should be president. Because if you look at the nation right. led by women, less of them are dying. Their economy is less in shambles. And I think it's ultimately time to dis- dispel the notion. Uh, even, the, even the cities that women run, they're, they're people. Because I think there's a, there's a modicum of empathy and common sense that men have, have seeded uh, that women have not. And I think whoever he picks as vice president needs to be fully capable and ready to be president day one. If something That's happens. right. The Joe Biden might yeah. die at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Every one of the people running for president looks like they are under the more. None of them should be outside. None of them. <laughs> especially, especially with the coronavirus outbreak. They keep talking about oh it's, 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 it, 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 kill, it kills elderly people. Well, what are y'all? Oh my God! No, everybody, no, in the Congress, someone go back to where you better stay your old ass home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, don't move. We got more with D.L. Hughley. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with D.L. Hughley. Now, D.L., have you seen the uh, Jordan documentary, Last Dance? And how do you think about the, the fact that he is around his team? And are you like that around your team? I think I think that his single-mindedness was something that we all and I, yeah, and I ultimately I think that everybody embodies some of that. But what I I think that Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan primarily because his great work ethic. But if, I don't think we'd have he would have been beloved in the social media era. Like when we know everything about you, when we yeah, know what you yeah. did, we know what you said. Uh, part part of any measure of greatness is what you're up against. And what he right. was up against was not the backdrop of social media. So I think what he did in terms of his single-mindedness, but I thought what he did to Scotty Pippen was bullshit. And if, if we didn't knew, like, if then if you do a, your teammate, your supposed ace like that, where you're not supportive of him, you, people would have a different estimation of that. They'd be like, hey, hey nigga, you out, that's out of pocket. So I think he was a great athlete, and I think that you have to have – he was a great athlete, a less desirable human being to me. I thought he was – I didn't – Like, I think that – I didn't like how they was tiptoeing around race. On on the episode when they was talking about why they was attacking Michael Jordan, like, y'all know good or well, he, they wasn't care about no gambling. That was a powerful black man. That's what they do to you. They tear you down. <laughs> right. right. But but you can't expect people to involve that when that's never been your conversation, man. Like, he also yeah. wants to say Republicans buy tennis. You have to, like, if you want somebody to get your back, you got to get theirs sometime, too. You got to have right. You got to be involved in the struggles that matter to other people, so they'll be involved in your struggles. You can't just everything can't be about you, and I think that that's what's going. On. But I, I tell you what, I, I've been watching spectacular documentaries, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like I was with John Coltrane and and then Lee Morgan. It is some dope thing. And I watch Tiger King. Let me tell you something. When I learn from that, <laughs> that you. If you pet a tiger long enough, eventually you don't want to f- a dude. That's what I've learned. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you got from that? I threw out my Detroit Tigers hat. Are you f***ing what I can't <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, DL, you are crazy, man. I was going, you know, what I was going to say to you, DL. I was going to say, oh, what are you going to do without stand up for the next few months? How are you going to stay it's, sharp? It's well, you know, I get to do the radio every day, but this this yeah. literally writes itself. Like I want, I watch this. This is a, 
I was watching oh, Jerome boy. Adams, who was another, like that whole Surgeon General dude. Because the one mm-hmm. thing that I hate is every time something happens, even though the national pan, international pandemic raging, every time something happens to black people, it's always our fault. Like, it's mm-hmm. our fault. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody else is dying, but you exactly yourself. Right. When that dude said it's not drinking, smoking, and alcohol, I'm like, well, you can't make me stay home and tell me I can't drink and smoke and do drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you can, but it's, it's, but, it's been hard to. But I'm learning. Look, I baked cookies last night. You did? Regular cookies or weed cookies? cookies last, I've been cooking for my old lady. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, oh, when is the last time you've been home for this long of a period of time, DL? Never. I just tell her that last night. I'm like, I'm waking up with the same woman. What kind of thing is this? Who does Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You better stop. You won't get your ass in trouble. DL, cut it out. We don't do that. Black men don't cheat. Come on now. Stop now. Now, when they open the world back up. I know she's sick of you, DL. When they open this world back up, how long is it going to take you to go out and really start doing these shows again? Hey man, I would uh, listen. I, I the last show I did was three days before they closed. I was in Texas in San Antonio, three days before it closed down. I think ultimately they're going to be uh, entertainers do what they do, and I think that e- e- even I, when they open it up, there's a certain like you dig your gig and you want to be safe, but at a certain point you itch to be what you were, and so right. it'll be more uh, a question of when people feel comfortable coming out. Right. But for me, this is what I've been pandemic or not I'm, this is who i am and so uh uh I, I just i i can't wait to be on stage and say the things that i say and do the things i do but i i want more than anything else for people to to feel a sense of say i think everybody wants normalcy i think it's something uh, that's a bridge too far i don't know that we'll ever have that again because we have a memory of what things were like right but mm-hmm. i think a level of safety where people feel more secure and i think that despite political differences, that there are people who actually seem to care about. Like your governor seems to give a. F- he seems to yeah, give a f- people. Yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, I, I think our governor seems to give a. F- I think Whit- Whitmer and, and Michigan seems to care. So at least having a caring, sober, thoughtful group of leaders, uh, I think, will contribute to people um, um, feeling safer. Safer, and then that. Uh, contributes to getting back to a, a, a semblance of a life we recognize. She might be vice president, too, Governor uh, Governor Whitmer. That's what I'm hearing. Think she, hey, she, she let a redneck corner governor, she, she don't flinch. She's up. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, one more thing before we go, DL. Yesterday, everybody jumped on Tyra Banks for all that old shit she said on America's Next Top Model. To me, that is the dumbest shit in the world. And the reason I say that, it's like I was speeding on a highway. The speed limit used to be 70. Now it's 55. But you're sending me speeding tickets from 20 years ago when the speed limit was 70. I was doing goddamn 70. It's actually what they did with Eddie Murphy's Raw. That shit was funny. And then we, we, we gauge things by our prism of today. And if we're going to do that, just let's go all the way back. Let's not just do things like that. But I think you, you can't, like it's that prisoner of now bullshit. I, I think we are. It, it's, it's the whole thing I was just speaking of. This collective, be who the f- you are, feel how you feel. Obviously, there are going to be consequences. Uh, but you, but this whole notion that we all have to think alike and we all have to think things are wrong. We all like when I when I remember when Snoop said what he said about uh, uh, Gail King. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was calling everybody names. I didn't think it was everybody. I thought it was her. But there are people who hear that and go, "I feel bad." We, well, my f- wasn't talking to you. Like, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I have to? Why do I have to? 
What, like, what, it's when black people say, when a black dude feel it makes us all look bad. No, like, that makes look bad. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> But, you know, but there is also nothing wrong for taking accountability. If you feel, you might feel like you look at it from somebody else's point of view and feel like, you know what, I get it. Because sometimes that does well, happen, too. Empathy is different than taking it on as a martyr. Empathy is different. Like, everybody loves Jesus. Wasn't nobody open with that cross. Ain't nobody did that. That's right. So empathy <laughs> is different. But now we have this this whole mindset where we don't have, well, and it's a false one because it's like if you insult me and I feel like you called me a name, I don't uh, then commensurately feel like you owe me money when you make money off of your creativity. So I, I just think individuals are individuals and people say things that are out of line and casting people off and, and judging them for, for, for what they've said in one moment. is even, even, even what Puff said, as angry as it made me, he's done a lot of great shit. So it's not mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, but I think well, you got to be who you are, and like I just and, and that's right. that's why I dig this space. I, as dangerous and precarious as this is, I love this part of like I was telling my wife. I said I am nervous, but I feel more comfortable in a situation like this than I than I, than I almost ever had. Absolutely, right. Well, definitely, thank you for checking in. We appreciate it. And thank if we were if we learned one thing from you today, we learned. Get rid of all your Detroit Tiger gear and hats yeah. and everything. That's that's one thing. <laughs> Don't pet no goddamn tigers, bro. Let me tell you something. It's a bumper pet a tiger, dude. I'm telling you, it's the same thing. I can't. See, I can't. You go, you go too far. Hey, no, he, he got, hey, he he got a point, sense. though. Because after Mike Tyson, remember when Mike Tyson had that white tiger? Shortly yeah. after that, he made that statement. He said, I'll f*** you till you love me. He told us he said that to another there man. Go. There you go. I, just told, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think we should leave right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike Tyson, he said it. That's a um, relationship. <laughs> and, D, make sure you give our love to Jasmine. And shout out to your hairline, by the way. Your hairline is amazing. Oh. Yeah, you see it, yeah. Tell Charlamagne to take his hat off. Tell Charlamagne to take his hat off. I'll take mine off. Tell Charlamagne to take your hat off, bro. Take your hat I don't off, follow, Hey, I don't, fo- I don't follow the crowd. <laughs> now that it's your hair. Now that it's your hair, Lauren. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. It's D.L. Hughley. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the practice club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Donkey of the Day goes to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Now, if you look around the world... You have a bunch of white people who are going out of their way to prove that they love black people and not just black culture, all right? Everybody wants to have conversations about ridding the world of systemic racism. Everyone wants to discuss creating a new system because we all know the system of white supremacy does not work for everybody. Look, I'm on record saying, um, you know, ain't no good going to come to America until they do right by black people, period. Poo. God has given America the opportunity to right his wrongs. God has given America the opportunity to reverse his bad karma. So I'm not upset at the white folks and white companies. I see tweeting and posting memes, doing videos like Roger Goodell did. Because Roger Goodell has the right idea. Because one of the first ways to reverse bad karma is to write a letter or call those who you have wronged in the past. So that's a good first step for Roger. Okay, I'm going to let you hear what Roger had to say, and then I'm going to use Roger Goodell as a moment to teach because these white folks at these corporations need teaching. Let's hear it. 
We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Well, the first player he has to reach out to is Colin Kaepernick. If he doesn't do that, it's a half-assed apology. Uh, you have to personally apologize to Colin Kaepernick. You also have to admit that he was blackballed. And if it wasn't a strategic, intentional blackball, when they noticed no owners were attempting to sign him, uh, nobody at the top intervened to say that's wrong. Make sure he plays, okay? Uh, I got a question for the NFL. How many black people on the board of directors at the NFL? There's only one black GM in the NFL. The NFL got three black coaches, zero black owners, but players make up over 70% of the league. 70% of the league, but 0% of the ownership. If you want to dismantle white supremacy, you want to change systemic racism, how about dismantle that good old boy mentality in the NFL, Roger Goodell? Not to mention, I don't like people getting no light bulb moments in the NFL because Colin Kaepernick rarely talks. But he talked at the beginning of this peaceful protest a few years ago, and he told you exactly why he was protesting. So no way Roger Goodell or anyone else in the NFL could have missed that. Let's hear what Colin had to say for the millionth time, because I finally think y'all are listening. I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust, people aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that... You know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. When there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. There's a lot of things that need to change. One specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. You know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family, I have friends that have gone and fought for this country. And they fight for freedom. They fight for the people. They fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. Simple. Simple. And for the record, if you wonder why black people have a problem with patriotism, it's because we know the creeds in America don't fully relate to us. Freedom, justice, equality, that's not fully for black people. Liberty and justice for all, nope, it's liberty and justice for white folks. We know that. So how can you expect us to feel patriotic when this country has shown us time and time again that the rules for white America don't apply to black America? But I'm not here to talk about that right now. I want to talk about the NFL and all other corporations in this country. If you are a corporation screaming Black Lives Matter, screaming that you want to dismantle white supremacy, that you want to abolish systemic racism, well, then pop the hood. Let's see what's in this engine. Because if there's no black parts underneath that engine making that cargo, then you are a liar. Okay, if, 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 you love, if your love for blackness isn't reflected in your place of business, then all these corporations are full of it.
Okay, your corporation is full of it if, if your love of so-called blackness isn't reflected in your place of business, all right? Don't scream Black Lives Matter if you don't have a lot of black hires, okay? Using the hashtag Black Lives Matter is great, but what type of black economic opportunities are you providing for black people? We don't need I love black people tweets and memes and videos. Those are great. They make us feel good, but what about things that make us actually good, Okay. I love seeing uh, massive donations. I want to see more massive donations from these corporations with no strings attached, all right? I'm about all that from these corporations. But if you have a corporation and you know damn well your business doesn't reflect the Black Lives Matter stuff you preaching, then shut the F up forever, okay? Don't let Black Lives Matter turn to Black Lives Marketing for some of these corporations because that's all it is. This is marketing and promo for so many of these companies. But we're not going to let y'all tweet and just walk away. We got questions. How many black people work at your place of business? How many black people have senior roles in your company? How many black people on your board? What does your black representation look like? I personally feel like if black people make up 13% of the population, we should have 13% representation in all industries via equity, ownership, involvement. Do you have black people at your company who are outperforming the white people, but the white people still make more money than the black people? Why is that? Until that changes in these corporations, then guess what? Corporations, you are still practicing systemic racism, period. Pooh. Please give these corporations uh, and Roger Goodell the biggest hee-haw. You can't even use the term unconscious bias no more. You can't use that term anymore because you are awake. You are conscious. You are very aware of what's happening out here in these streets. And you want to change things? Simply look at your highest. Simple as that. White America. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> well, thank you for that donkey today. Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you, brother. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you, brother. What, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I'm just trying to confuse you. That's all. <laughs> You're doing a good job. All right. We got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Cookie. Cookie! <laughs> Cookie from out of Florida, Broward County. I know you're talking about us, Charlamagne. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What's up, All Cookie? All right, Cookie, what's good? What's your question for Yeezy? Okay, my question is, um, me and my husband, we rap. Like, we spit bars. Like, we really got bars, man. But mm-hmm. we, we, we up there in age. We've been spitting for a long time. We're 32. And we just wondering if we should keep trying. Uh, are you any good? You want to hear me? I got Yeah, bars. go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear something, Cookie. All right, you can see double O-P. Nah, you don't know me. Yeah, you may see me, but you can never be me. And you can never beat me in a hip-hop battle. Soon as you see me, full better skedaddle. Survive with the paddle, I swim through the river. Meaning I can make it through whatever life the n- I make a quiver every time I spit rhymes. Get your man on my hands. Cookie black is a dime. Yo, I love the comedy rap, yo. You really made me laugh. The comedy is, rap is dope. This is Ask Yee. Yee, what do you think? So, Cookie, a couple things here. Have you made yeah. any type of progress with your career as a rapper? Um, I performed a couple places. I mean, I, I um, performed at the Hard Rock a while ago. Um, it was big. Well, at the time I was working there, but we, we did like an employee <laughs> talent show, and I won both times. 
I won both times, though. Yeah, I performed at a few places, you know, locally and stuff like that. So it's like... Now, keep it real, Cookie. Um, have you been going really, really hard to pursue your dream? Been trying, yes. Um, you know, get knocked down a couple times. You know, we went to an event in Orlando, and it was like, oh, you know, people not really check for older rappers right now. I'm like, yo, but I've been doing this for so long, and it just so happened that some opportunities are coming out right now you know where you can you know this artist showcase and this artist showcase and um have you been recording music in the studio anywhere though yes you can go on the instagram at grew entertainment llc man just tell Um, her she sucks and to get a job i just want to say i don't i don't think that being in your 30s is a reason to not pursue your career as far as being an artist if you're really great at it and if you go really hard at it you know what I'm saying? I think sometimes people want things to happen and they do a showcase here and there, but they're not going super hard because people who really want to be in this industry have to really live, breathe, eat, sleep it, like do everything they can to make it happen. So that's why I was asking you, are you doing everything that you can? Have you been going really hard or is this something that you've been doing kind of, you know, here and there, but not really pursuing? Yeah, I've been trying to go hard. I've really been trying to, of course, you know, with my age, um, you know, I eventually had children and stuff like that, but um, I still, I'm, I think I've still got bars. I'm still ready to put in the work. You I know Charlamagne saying I suck. Nah, I don't suck, man. You do. Learn to trade. You know what I'm saying? Do you have a job? Yeah, I got a job. There you go. Get another one. Work, well, baby. I just don't want you to use age as an excuse. We know an artist right now that's putting out his first ever album. He's in his 40s. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't think that's ever... He's good, exactly. <laughs> Steven, the white man in the room, said, but he's good, because you're talking about Jay Electronica. So what I'm, yeah. He's good. So what I'm saying is... Oh, so you saying I'm not good? Oh, my God. That's what you've been saying for the Never last mind. seven I'm, minutes, I'm mama. clocking out of this conversation. <laughs> All right, well, listen. Give oh, everybody man. your Instagram. Everybody, everybody is going to weigh in and go and look at your music that you have posted and let you know what they think. This is a great opportunity for you to get some feedback. That's right. Give them your Instagram so people yeah. can go tell you the truth. Ah, man, I'm hurt, Charlamagne. What is uh, it? Grew Entertainment, G-R-E-W Entertainment, LLC, man. I love you, though. I love y'all. I listen to you every morning. I'm hurt right now, though, Charlamagne, but it's okay. Well, I don't think you can judge it just based off of that. So yeah, Charlamagne didn't hear no music. So, you know, he, he hasn't heard no music. He just heard... Uh, so what'd you think of that freestyle you just heard Instagram, from her, Envy? Huh? What'd you think of what you look just heard from her? I was listening. I was listening. Y'all are so full of and that's why she gonna waste her time for the next three, four years trying to She rap. could've just had a day a, a, a off day. Okay, sure. Cookie the black widow. All right. Okay. Uh, okay, let's keep it going. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Portia calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, hey Portia. <clears throat> What's your question for Yee? Okay, so I have a question. Um, basically, I've been dealing with some sexual harassment at my job with my supervisor. Um, so I took the appropriate steps, went to HR, even talked to a lawyer about the situation. But it seems like they're not trying to let this manager go. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what's the next step? What should I do from this point on? Should I just find another job? Should I keep pushing the issue? Because I feel like he's retaliating. You feel like he's, you feel like he's retaliating, you said? Yes. Like, give me some examples. 
Um, basically, like, he tried to put me on third shift without telling me, which was one thing. Um, another thing, he, he nitpicks at little things that he claim I'm doing wrong because I'm an industrial technician, so I work through maintenance department, mm -hmm. being that I'm one of the girls with a bunch of guys. Um, he just kind of nitpicks at me for little things that I feel like it's, like, not even serious to nitpick over because he never did before until I went to HR about him. Okay, so here's a couple of things. First of all, you said that you've complained, right? Yes, I went to HR twice. And so their response is what? We're going to work on it. We're going to work on him. We're going to try to figure out how we're going to make you comfortable while being here because we know you're not. But that's pretty much it. And they're dragging their feet about letting them go or, you know, what are they going to do with the supervisor? What? I had proof that he did that, right. text message and everything. So you have all of this in writing, and you've emailed them, yeah. and they've responded via email. I highly recommend you get yourself a lawyer. That's when they take things seriously. Okay. And you should not ever have to work under those circumstances. You should feel safe and protected at work. If you go to HR with a complaint and evidence that somebody is doing this to you and making you feel this way at work and you're uncomfortable and you're feeling belittled, then you need to mm -hmm. make sure that you take those matters into your own hand because you have the power to do that. Okay, well, I'll probably just go back to the attorney I was talking to. She told me that the only way she can take my case is if the job was to fire me or um, there was no changes moving forward. So because there are no, no changes, I'm just going to go back to her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, I, and it sounds like you have a legitimate case. You have these text messages. Plus, I think you have to keep a record of what's been happening at work since you've been complaining to HR and all yeah. the things that he's been, every detail that you can get and anything that you can get in writing as evidence, you should try to get. Okay. And make sure okay. you send those emails, make sure you show what their responses are, present all of those to a lawyer. You definitely have a case. And I think this is great because you don't want this to happen to somebody else. So it's great that you exactly. spoke up. You've done what you're supposed to do on your part. They haven't done what they're supposed to do on their behalf. So now it's time to move it to the next level. Hey, look here. You ain't got, no, you ain't got none of your cousins that can come box them anymore? I mean, I do got cousins who want to come box them up now, but listen, it's like, I don't, this is a white man, so I don't want my people to get locked up for that now. Man, I, I ain't care if you're a white man now. That man ain't got no business trying to feel on your bunkie at work now. <laughs> yeah, he, he be trying to talk, but he want to touch my tattoo and all kind of stuff. Away. He want to touch the tattoo. Well, you damn yes, right, you are not like, getting... None of your family's locked up over this. Well, I need your cousin no, to come punch our co-worker in, hey, in, hey, in hey, the hey, mouth, hey, too. Hey, hey, because hey, hey, relax. Stay out of Geechee full conversation now. Give me hey, ass. Hey, and I want to stay out of Geechee full conversation now. Stay out of Geechee full conversation now. Y'all are not going to make a joke now. out of her sexual harassment I'm at work. This ain't no joke. I'm talking to her in our native language. No, Just Geechee, man. Charleston, Gullah, 843 all yeah. day. Yeah. Well, I'm with you, girl. I know it has to be tough for you to go to work every day under those circumstances and not feel like anybody cares. I'm so uncomfortable every day. And it's like, I left work today just to get away. It took a sick day just to not be there with them. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. So I, you have to <sighs> nip this in the bud and let them know you ain't going to keep this going. I have the power over you, and I'm going to make you all look crazy. Exactly. And thank you, Charlamagne. I love you, though. I love you more. <laughs> I'm serious, though. You got your cousins. I, I need to. Man, I need shut up, boy. You punch the malt. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Give me a little sneak him or something. Yeah, <laughs> give him a little sneak. Sneak him. Give him right. a little sneak. Ask ye. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice. Yeah, help you out. Now, keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice?
Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Uh oh, what's the matter, Giovanna? Talk Why you sound like you're whispering? I'm whispering because my college student is home. <laughs> okay, okay. And I don't want him to hear my question. Oh boy, mommy what? freaky. All right, let's go. Yeah, DJ MV, happy anniversary. My husband and I be celebrating 24 years of summer too. Wow. Our 20s. Congrats so, to that. Yeah, same to you. Same to you. My question is, I don't know how you deal with all those kids, but what to do now that these kids are home? When you're trying to get freaky with your husband, mm. <laughs> do you, you have know, any? Do you have any? Why you sustain these long-term marriages? Because <laughs> y'all do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. But we trying to figure it out. <laughs> How many kids? Home. Just one, just one. But okay, he's home from college. He's 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 graduated last year, thank goodness. But you know, with everything going on, his grad plans didn't work out. He was supposed to relocate to California. He's home with us. We have a condo. And can't get down the way we usually get down, you know. Oh, so is there? Is he ever going outside? Is there some place like an outdoor not, space? Not right now, not right air? now. And we, you know, normally we we'll go to parks, but parks have been closed. We don't want to get arrested because he's essential. I own a catering mm-hmm. business, kind of, you know, in the in, in the public eye. I I don't want to be, you know, known for anything scandalous. But of course. Y'all be going now, to the know, parks, getting freaky? Yes, I like this. Now, yes, no, no, no. She said... We have, we hold have. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes, they do. Not now. Not now. Not during this. Not now, this. of course. Everything is shut down. We try to be safe. As I said, my husband is, is, is essential. I own the catering business. Shout out to the small business owners. I fed the front line. Still doing my... What's the name of your catering back. business? Let's plug that, too, while we're on here. Oh, thank you. Mama Signature Recipes. Mm, where okay. I'm in Cliffside Park, but I work out of uh, a, a commercial kitchen in Inglewood. So Inglewood Hospital, Holy Name, Teaneck, Feed the Frontline. We're still doing more. So, but now, Giovanna, let me ask you this: Doesn't your son have to go to sleep at some point? Um, now that he's home, not really. I mean, come on, you know these older kids—they're on Facetime all hours of the night. You know, um, and and we're not quiet. You know what? You know what? I think it's fine. You need to have sex quietly. Quietly. Yes, and that actually is really fun, but it doesn't normally happen, but it's actually very exciting when you know people might. My husband's louder than me, actually. Well, you're wow, gonna have to mama, cover you're putting his, in that you're work. Gonna to, you're going to have to cover his mouth while you're doing it, but it's actually cover something really mouth. fun about trying to be quiet while you have sex, and that might just be something y'all going to have to do. Just be careful, quiet. It is exciting. That um, we're gonna try, Mama, Mama, Mama. Uh, can I be honest with you? Need ideas, especially from DJ. What do you Ma. do with all those kids? We live in a condo. Well, but... first of all, first of all, so the kids go to sleep. Room. The kids go to yeah. sleep, and then the older kids. The older one, exactly. But the oh, he knows what's going on. You don't think he having sex? She like, don't, don't want think... him to hear that. Nobody want to hear their parents Thank having sex. Thank you, Angela. The kids don't want to hear that. Put a lock they on that door, that. and you and your hubby He's not go gonna walk in. in. He's not walking in. Don't worry about it. He'll put his headphones on, and he'll be in his video games. Devana, let me. Let me tell you what else you can do. Let me tell you what else you can do. Because you said the headboard. I'm glad you said that. Put a yes. sheet on the floor and have sex quietly on the floor. We have carpet on our under the floor under our bed, but uh, all right. Well, well, listen. Put a sheet down on the floor. Put on some music. Put the TV on. Whatever you got to do. Mama, don't even worry about your son. You know, my daughter came into me. She came into my room the uh, the other morning. And was like, guys. Ooh. 
you know I don't go to sleep at 12 o'clock, right? Exactly. You know I hear everything that was going on. And, I, and you know what I said? I said, well, you know how you got here, right? And then she just walked out. It is what it is. My daughter's 18. Your son is, he graduated college. He got to be in his 20s. He understands. Well, listen, I just want to, I just want to say, you just need to make a fun game out of it. Put that sheet on the floor to him. All right, we got to be quiet. Turn on some music kind of low and just have sex slowly and quietly. He's a grown ass boy, mama. He's in you your house. He's old enough now. You and hubby get freaky. After the two. He doesn't want to see his mother's face. His father come out smiling, but he doesn't want to see me come down and make his avocado toast after I didn't. Avocado toast. <laughs> well, I hope you would wash your hands at least. Yeah, all yeah, kinds of wash your hands. hands. Oh my God. Certified, washing my hands and everything, but okay, we'll try the sheet on the floor. Thank no, you. No, Mama, get yes. your freaky ass Emmy, on. This is Who ask ye, Emmy, Emmy, this is Ask Ye. She wanted advice, and my Thank advice you. is have some fun with it. It's a different time, it's a different era. She don't want her son to hear, put that sheet on the floor Quarantine and have fun sex. trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Quarantine sex, maintaining the long term marriages. You gotta do what you gotta do. Mama, I haven't and worked out the bed thing yet. And every time he makes a, a little noise with his mouth and he starts getting too loud, just cover his mouth and be like, "Hey, you gotta be quiet." Mama, nah. And let me ask you a question: When you find out what it's to do with the bed, fun. help me out with the bed because I haven't figured that out yet. My bed be squeaking. We haven't no. figured that out, man. We haven't figured. We no. use WD forty. We put mattress and everything, and it's still it's still mine too. The mattress. What the hell is you the purple a, mattress? You have a, it, loud. It's a label. It's a type of mattress. You have a um air mattress. No, we don't have no, please. We would bust an air mattress. We tried that back okay, in the 90s. Mom. She tried to play you. <laughs> Angelie just tried to play you, Mom. She's going to tell you she got an air mattress. You're a grown-ass woman. She tried to play you like you some little young cop with an air mattress. Wow. I have a... I actually have an air mattress as a spare mattress in my house in case I have company, and I'm like, okay, here's an air mattress. So sometimes people come spend the night. Oh, you can blow up. You can like use the air mattress. In the 80s. No, I don't know if that's going to work. We gonna try and it's to a, actually, it's a, it's a pillow top air mattress, and it's very air, nice. Yeah, and I my goddaughter. It's slate automatically. Yeah, I have that for guests, but I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. Mama, go in. I'll don't worry about him. We're going to go and go, okay, I'm going to take your advice. Go in. He knows. He understands. I know, you know. I know you know, DJ MV. Long-term marriage, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. right. So, so you got to stick. Now, kids or not. That's right. Or stick kids your face out the window. Let, let hubby hit it from the back. That way, if you yell, it's outside. You go in. You get freaky. It's- then my neighbors, I've already had notices under my door from my neighbors. That's the last thing I need is for them to see my <laughs> hanging out the window now, too. Why are you so right, long well, and I... hanging out the window? <laughs> not long, but, you know, stick my face out the window. That's going to come next. Oh, my gosh. Well, have fun with it. Get on that floor and have some fun. <sighs> Thank Good you. Luck, and, and sustain these long, long-term marriages. We out here doing it, too. There you go. Black love. Black right. love. And Black love. Don't do, your, don't do your catering straight from doing what you do with your husband. Just make sure you wash your hands, shower. We don't want any extra That food had more love in it, boy. All right. Thank you, mama. All right. 800 that, five, that, ain't, that ain't love. <laughs> and that ain't, that ain't cream, either. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up next. We're the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we are talking about Eva. She was on uh, Wendy Williams' show, and she talked about her child and changing her child's last name. Let's hear it. 
Sterling, yes, like everybody else. changed her name this past year. It was, we went through a lot to do it, but... The, How much more before the actual uh, process is done? Adopt, well, the name change is illegal, so now we have to go through the adoption process. And, I mean, he's making it a little bit easier for us, mm -hmm. acting crazy in the public. Well, I guess Life Jennings seen that, and he didn't like that too much, are you? He said, I think this is so whack, changing your daughter's last name from her father's to somebody else's, especially when the father tries to see her. The daughter don't have anything to do with their beef, and what kind of man allows that ish piss me off? So we're asking 800-585-1051, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? What do you think, Charlamagne? I mean, I got to know the context of the situation. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it just out of spite, just because you don't like your baby daddy because he don't want to be with you and you got a new man now, that's whack. But, I mean, what about if, if, if you the, got a deadbeat daddy. Yeah, what about if it's a deadbeat daddy, the dad's not around, the dad is, is not taking care of the child? I have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, the, the son shouldn't, the son or daughter shouldn't want to wear the name of a deadbeat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either situation, but you know, with, with with Kevin McCall, I mean, we all know Kevin McCall has problems uh, mentally, but it does seem like he is trying to take care of his daughter. It seems like he goes to court. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if he's abusive. I don't know. You know what I mean? But in a situation, if there is a deadbeat dad, and I'm taking it away from that situation, if the dad is not in the child's life and he's not even helping no way whatsoever, no. I, I say change that name immediately. What do you think, E? Well, legally, if a woman wants to change her children's last names, she either has to get consent from the biological father, and if he doesn't give consent, he can object to it, and then she has to get a petition and then go to court, and he can show up to court and say he doesn't want that to happen, and then the judge has to decide. So that's how it goes down legally. But I do feel like whoever um, is the father, if the mother chooses to do that and the father is causing issues or he's not in the child's life or not holding up his responsibilities, and he's not really a dad. And if the last name is Zimmerman, you definitely want to change they that one. Be, you don't want to walk around with that last name. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Sheila from Jersey. So what do you think? Is it acceptable <laughs> to change your child's last name? No, I don't agree with that. Explain. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't. No matter how much you don't like your kid's dad or no matter how crazy he might act or no matter what he does, um, changing the last name is not going to change the DNA. It's not going to change who the father is. So you have to get over that. And on top of that, like, you're, you're falsifying an image of somebody that's not true. Like, that's not her dad. And if one day it doesn't work out between you two, now he legally is her dad. And that's not really her dad. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's well, stupid. It, it's petty. It doesn't make the other other person your dad. They would have to actually adopt the children, so the, the kids aren't adopted. Even if you're married, right? The no, husband. But I'm, I'm talking about like the, the the image that you're portraying to your children. Now, what if your kids that? are like, I want to have the same last name as you and my dad? You know, the stepfather. Well, I mean, that's a choice that they have to make, and the two parents should come to a, you know, to a middle ground with. That would be their choice. But if, if they're not old enough to make those type of decisions, just saying that because whatever the situation is, you know, like some kids, they grow up and they're told this is their dad, this is their dad, and that's what they think, you know, like, okay. so... What I if the biological father is absent from the children's life? Um, me personally, I don't agree in that. My father was not, was not in my life either, and my mother still maintained our last name as his. I mean, I guess that would be up to the child when they grow up to decide if they want to do that or not. Okay. Thank but you, Mama. I just, I just wouldn't do that. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is Spoon from Dayton, Ohio. Hey, is it acceptable to change a child's last name? Um, I, I think it just really depends on the circumstances. You know, my daughter, her father is not in her life and has never been in her life, which mm -hmm. is fine, but 
she still has his last name. And um, I don't tell her, like, bad things about her dad. You know, she can find out on her own, just like my mom told me about my dad. But um, I don't think a name defines a person. Now, if you have, you know, someone new in your life and they want to spend the rest of their life with you and, you know, you know, you and your kids are a package deal. And if that dad is not, you know, in that child's life, I don't see a problem with it being. But, you know, then you got these bitter baby moms, Mm. you know, you got these, you know, baby moms that, you know, couldn't change the man's life with a child and, um, you know, being used as a. A, a, a tactic to attack. Right. You know, so, um, a, you know, a baby is not a pawn, you know. Right. So whatever that child's name is, leave that baby alone. Okay. But, you know, that child, I think it is also like, as we always talk about women Thank taking you, the husband's name after marriage, I think for kids, if you live in a house with the mom and the stepfather and that's who you know is your dad and you call him dad, you might want to have the same last name. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Nathan out of Orlando, Florida. Good What's morning, Angela. Yeah. Good morning. What up, bro? Peace, is, King. Is it acceptable to change your child's last name, brother? Nah, nah, brother. I don't think it is, man. I, I want to share experience. I'm glad you guys picked up. I actually had an ex-wife who tried to do that to me, and I would like to use her government if that's okay with y'all. Uh, uh, just the first name, please. Sandra. Okay. Okay. Or I don't... South Carolina. Charlamagne. <laughs> I already know. You got you a nice country-ass uh, gal. Yep, tried to do that to your boy, and I think that's hateful and disrespectful to a man. I don't think another uh, nobody should do anything like that. Were well, you in your child's life? Are you in your child's life? I am in my child's life. I love my kids very much. I'm a Virgo, and you already know how we do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Love our kids. Okay. So we take care of our own. So what happened? Did she try to do it legally, and then you blocked it? Uh, she she talked about trying to do it, and then she got a lawyer to try to do it, and then I, you know, kind of paid a little bit of money out there, and, you know, they dropped the whole thing. Okay. All right, well, thank you, brother. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is that every case is different, though, and you, there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to family. So I think whatever decision you make, it always has to be in the best interest of your children and not in your own selfish best interest. The moral of the story is y'all better stop uh, picking who y'all mate with like y'all rolling dice in the back of a moving goddamn pickup truck, okay? <laughs> That's what y'all better stop doing, all right? Take care of your kids, uh, exactly. man. Exactly. When you lay down with these, when you lay down with people, man, you know, think about spending the rest of your life with this person because you never know. This person might give you a disease you can't get rid of. This person might give you a baby. Or better yet, you might grow to love this person and be married to him the rest of your life. Either way, that's all forever. Just pick the right forever when you're dealing with these people, okay? All right, we got more coming up next. We're the Breakfast Club. Solomon, you got a positive note? Yes, man. For everybody out there that's, uh, you know, doing a little so we all don't have to do a lot, I just want you to know that act as if what you do makes a difference because it does. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?